Business is brought to you by Audible.com. everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share some stories and tips and tricks and things about what it's like to be a married couple that own and operate a business together and we're around each other all the time. Allison, how are you this week? I'm pretty good this week. We had something really exciting. Our oldest son crossed over from um, the scouting of America pack for the little kids to the troop. And yeah. so that was a really exciting night in our in our for our pack because we had 15 kids, boys and girls, um, move up from the pack to the troop. Yeah, so we, they cross over. They start as Cub Scouts, obviously, when they're younger. They're called Cub Scouts. And then they move into Boy Scouts, and he became a Boy Scout this week. And I have to say, I, uh, our oldest son, it was the most happy I've ever seen him for an extended period of time. Yeah, the lead up to it. Um, he kept asking when the date was, when am I going to be a Boy Scout? We used that as an opportunity to help set up his Google Calendar so that he could get some more skills of managing his own time and his own calendar. So there was a lot of great things that came to be part of this. Yeah, and one of the struggles that we've had with him uh, is reading. Reading has been a struggle for him ever since he was younger, and he's been behind. And one of the things that made me so excited is when he uh, went to the troop, the, the the troop leader gave them the, the manual to get them to uh, the Eagle Scout level, and he has spent the last, like, four days just reading it. Yeah, they... um. His den leader had said how even they had finished their hour of light, which is like the highest level of Cub Scouts. And they were working on, even though they hadn't crossed over yet, working on some of the beginner levels of scouting. So they, when they crossed over, they had already finished that first level of scouting, So, which is scouting. And so now they're working on their tenderfoot. And he read through the whole manual and was like, Mom, if I go to every meeting between now and April, I'll get my tenderfoot. So it was great because he went through and he tabbed everything. And it was just wonderful to see that executive functioning on his own. He was driving it. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was it was very uh, it was very emotional for you and I to, to see him, you know, just be so intertwined and so into to what he was doing. And, and emotions actually kind of pairs into what we're talking about this week, because sometimes when you're operating a business with your significant other, with your spouse or partner, uh, emotions can be a hard thing to manage, Allison. Yeah. Working together and living together can be a double-edged sword. There can be great things because you can manage your own time and schedule, and there can be difficult things because what happens to one sometimes affects the other. And I think this is something that you and I have worked on and struggled with over the 20 years of working together. I think that, that, you know, moods can be contagious, right? And so I'm sure husbands and wives that don't work together experience this on a, a certain level, but I think it's amplified when you work together. And so, you know, we've, this year has started off I'll say it. This year started off kind of rough. There's been some ups and downs this year that have made both you and I frustrated and emotional and angry. And it's hard because we set each other off a lot. Right. Um, You know, and and it's both work and home that those things are happening. So it feels like sometimes there's just this this storm. And when a colleague or a friend is upset, you can be emotionally supportive and not necessarily want to fix it. 
I want to fix it as well as be emotionally supportive. But when it's a when it's with your spouse and your partner, sometimes that's even more difficult. Well, and I also think that when it's with your spouse and your partner and it's about something, the business that you run, your livelihood, that also makes it difficult. So, you know, that's that's one of those challenges I think you and I fight a lot of times. Yeah, I think you and I have the problem. Sometimes we're very empathic and we build each other up or we can take each other down. And we are working very hard um, to take responsibility for our own emotions and take control of our own emotions. I think we've talked in the past about how we've said to each other, um, we can't both have a bad day at the same time. Like one of us has to have one of us has to be the okay person let the other one be the emotional train wreck. But sometimes that's not a reality, right? Like so sometimes we're both frustrated about the same thing. And when we start to talk about it and when we start to to uh, to vent it to each other, we end up just working each other's each other up, right? Right. And we brought this topic to our our mastermind advisory group recently, um, and I think they half thought we were funny and half gave them all them pause to think about the way that they're they do it. And um, one of the things we got for feedback is to kind of to kind of ask the other person, okay, do you want me to get on board with the drama or do you just want me to to listen? Yeah, I think you kind of have to build this like toolbox of how you will work and manage it emotionally with each other. And that's one of those things like either the person that's venting and, and we'll like we could talk about it. Like so I sometimes I'll come back and I'll be upset or frustrated about something and I will vent to you and you will readily admit you're not the greatest at just letting me spew it out like right you, whether it's an idea or being upset <laughs> right you but you want to have you want to add your two cents in and you also easily get worked up when in that situation and so sometimes you've got to start finding ways to to either as the person that needs to that is worked up or the person that's listening to the person that's worked up you need to manage that and a, so asking that question you know am i here to help with a solution or am I just here to listen? Right. Um, I actually have written that down on a note card to put on our dining room table so that to trigger a response. One of the things we do, we work on with our older son who's in occupational therapy is he's got a whole toolbox of, quote unquote, toolbox of things to do when he feels overwhelmed or anxious or upset. And it's kind of developing that same list of things for us, go-to list for us to go to as well. Yeah. I think one of the other things that you and I do a lot when we start to get into those moods, if it's, if it's, you know, been a day or days is we, we have like a reality check, right? So we talk about, well, what are the things that are working? What are the things that are good? Like we need to balance that. We need to balance us being worked up about this one issue with an employee or one issue with a client, balance it with like, here's the client that is happy or here's the the employee that is doing a great job. So, you know, having that ability to, to say what's working well, what's what's making us happy right now, like talking at the dinner table instead of about something that we're worked up about with work and talking about like how our oldest son is excited about being a Boy Scout. Right. Um, another question that we've put into that tool, that same toolbox is what is the worst that is going to happen or what is the best outcome that we can have to kind of also help put things into reality without it being melodrama. Right. I think the other thing is to also, uh, when you're, when you're coming up and you're dealing with this is, is in that toolbox is to kind of go and say, well, what are some things that are going to take me out of the situation and c help clear my mind? So is that things like go for a walk, you know, exercise, 
take a shower, you know, if you have a pool, go swimming or whatever it might be, go for a bike ride, like something that's going to take your mind away from, you know, what, what you're doing. I, I say this to you all the time and I don't think it's something you've ever understood, but I, I, I'm, you know, I'm a middle-aged man that still plays video games. I'll admit it, but like, I'll sometimes just need to turn my brain off or get away. So I'll go play a half hour of, you know, MLB, the show video game and just shut the mind down and not let every, anything else like kind of overwhelm me at that moment. And it, and it helps, it helps calm me down so that when I am ready to talk about it or you, I am ready to hear your input on it. I've gone from, you know, way up here to 10 down to, you know, maybe a six. And I'm a do something person. So like if there's, if I can. So I, I would rather write that minute, take action or write down the list of things that I can do to Im- make an improvement or fix something. Or um, one of the things that we talked about this year is we've started, we each have little journals. And that's where I try to brain dump to get it out of my brain and onto paper so that I don't have to be emotionally tied to it. Right. So, you know, those are some like, those are some really quick ideas. Uh, another way is to, to look outside of just the two of us, right? To look for some outside support. If that's, you know, friends, colleagues, coworkers, if it's uh, if it's somebody that you need to go talk to, like a therapist uh, or a counselor of some sort. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that suggestion that we got was to, when we're not upset, talk about how we feel when we are upset and what we want the other to do. So when we're not in a state of emotional turmoil, whether that's work or home or something, to sit down and kind of talk about, okay, when I'm upset, this is what I'd like you to do. This is how I'd like you, this is how I'd like you to best react. And this is how I feel when you react a certain way so that you can have those conversations without the emotion of it. It's kind of like we talked before about, um, long-term planning before something happens. You know, you make better decisions if you can write out the what ifs before you're in that emotional crisis. Well, in, Listen, we are by no means marriage counselors or professionals of any sort when it comes to counseling. But that's a that's a great point, Allison. Like if your relationship with your partner, with your wife, your husband, you, you know, is not solid enough that you can't have those kind of crucial conversations, then that's another problem altogether. And so I think that I pride myself that that's something that you and I are pretty good at. Like we don't there are times where we walk away from each other and we don't want to talk and we need time apart, but we always, you know, circle back around and be like, okay, here's what's happening. Here's why, you know, that conversation wasn't working, you know? So it's, it's being able to not internalize it and let it explode inside and be able to have come back to those conversations, but understanding the communication style. And like, we've talked about it before, if it's, you know, the disc test or any kind of personality test, you know, love languages is another one, like just understanding how to communicate with your partner is super important. Yeah. And there, and there are so many great tools available. We've talked about a lot of them, but if you've feel like you're struggling to get on that communication space with your partner, um, it's okay to ask for third-party help, whether that's a business coach or a business advisor or um, a counselor. Um, When you're always together in work and in life, sometimes it is harder to mesh those things. And sometimes you need an outside perspective to help navigate that what I think I hear you saying is because that person can help you take the emotion out so that you can get clarity. Exactly. And I, I find that, you know, with a lot of 
couples, business owners that we talk to, that's that's a challenge a lot. Like that's the communication and, you know, managing the emotional stresses of owning and operating a business. Because let's be honest, like if you're a business owner and you work with your spouse, it's, it's already stressful enough to own a business, right? Owning a business is not like super calm and easy. Like there are stressors about it, right? You're, you know, I, I was taught very young and I, and I still love this sort of adage is I wake up every day unemployed and my job is to be employed that day. And so you can make being a business owner really stressful. And if you're not careful, that stress will get into your relationship and you've got to be able to manage all of that. Right. And that's true when things are going smoothly and when things are rocky at work because rocky at work help brings rocky to home. And I feel like if you're again I feel like if you're an entrepreneur you'll understand this comment. Like it's either feast or famine, right? You're either like so busy that you can't get to anything else and that's stressful or you're not busy enough and you need to get more busy so that's stressful. So I think that you know it's it's definitely one of those things and and you and I do. We I mean I, I we admit it all the time to people and I think it's the hardest part about working together is is, is that we, you know, we do struggle sometimes at balancing our moods and, and you know, not mimicking each other and not trying to build, you know, not trying to feed the flame of, of frustration that, you know, we one of us might have. So, Craig, what are some effective um, techniques that you think that couples can have for communicating with each other? Well, I, I think that being honest with each other, being upfront and saying, listen, and, and I'm trying to be better. You, we, we both are trying to be better at this of me saying, listen, I just need you to listen to me right now. I just, I just need to vent or, or saying, Hey, I really do need your help here. And, and, and I do need you to have input. So I think being honest and, and kind of, you know, in respecting that back. Right. So like if, if you were to say, Hey, Craig, listen, I just need to vent right now. You don't need to give me any ideas. I just need to get this off my chest. I think being respectful of that and trying to not be the the solution person at that point is what you need to do. Yeah, I kind of think about when we went back and talked about how Christy Wright talks about the how and the wow, letting the other person just talk and listening to the, instead of saying how, just think wow, even if it's not a wow situation, but, you know, just, just stepping back and letting them talk and, and listening to what they're saying. Yeah. The principle is the same there, right? Let that person get out what they need to get out. Um, I, you know, so that, that, those are like three things, four or five things right there all together, like being honest with each other, being caring, respectful, listening to that person. Like those are all things that, that you need to, you need to do when you're, when you're doing that. Um, I also think it's important not to play the blame game to, you know, quote unquote, fight fair. You know, if somebody's upset, don't bring up other things into the conversation from the past that could make make them more make either of you more upset. It's not the time if if they're upset and you're starting to feed off of their emotions to bring up. Well, if you hadn't done this, if you hadn't done that, um, I think that kind of fighting fair or will help not escalate everybody's emotions. Yeah. And I think you and I have a tendency to, and this kind of falls under the same thing. And, and at the end of the day, like as a business owner, as business owners that work together, like you, you are the end all be all, you are the decision maker sometimes. So you've got to be careful, like not to pass the buck and say, well, it's somebody else's fault and it'll never be right. You know, you've, you've got to, you've got to be able to say, okay, here's what we need to do. And then, you know, you talk about 
active participation. And there are times I'll admit, like I, I'll be hard on you sometimes saying, hey, sometimes I just want to vent. You keep wanting to sol solve it. But there are times where we really do need to solve it and we need to not be so, you know, blame game somebody else's fault on it. So don't pass the buck, be an active participant and be open about it. Be proactive, make the change, you know, work, work, you know, work to make it better. Yeah. And, you know, we started this conversation kind of talking about how we're always together. And so a lot of times we feed off of each other's emotions and are we getting on the on the crazy train or are we creating solutions or are we just letting the other person vent? And so as I think about how do I not absorb your emotions, um, I kind of been thinking about what are the, what are things I need to remember? Um, and we talked already about like creating those boundaries for what do we want the other person to do? What's appropriate behavior if one of us is upset um, and kind of establish that baseline of, this is this is this is where I'm at my just need to vent and this is where I need solutions. This is this is when I want you on the crazy train and this is when I want help. Yeah, I mean and like you said like finding that time, like finding time for yourself. There's time where, you know, you need to go to the spa or I need to go golfing and we just need to get away from it and away from each other when it comes to it. Right. And you know like I haven't been feeling well, like physically. Um, I've been really tired. I've been really stressed. Um, I feel like I've had a pinched nerve in my arm for the last few months. So I did. I went, I scheduled a massage appointment yesterday and I just laid there for an hour and a half and let her work on my back and my arm feels a lot better today. But um, kind of let all of the that crazy just play through my mind and quieted my mind a little bit from all the other things around me. And I think that all of this is... I think when we started working together, I think that there were things that we were prepared for. We knew what, you know, we knew what our, our, um, our skill set was. We knew what you were good at and what I was good. I knew you were always going to handle the money side of it. And I was always going to be the people person. I think for us, the hard part, the thing that we couldn't prepare for, the thing that we, that we are learning as we go is that interpersonal communication, is that connection between us. Because there are days when you have bad days of work and you don't want to talk to anybody and, and there, and you don't, and because we work together and we're around each other all day that you do just want to come home and not have to think about it and work on it. And it, and it is hard sometimes. Yeah. And as life changes, the seasons of our life change, you know, we've been running the same business for 20 years. Um, the priorities have changed. The priorities at work have changed. The priorities at home have changed. And so sometimes how we respond to each of those changes. And as I try to figure out where we go now with our business and our family, how I'm interpreting how I feel about work changes too. And that's something that I'm trying to get on board with right now. And it's funny. I have a, I have a friend who's older than us, who's, you know, heading into retirement and he's worked, you know, he and his wife have had separate jobs their whole life. And he's having this conversation with me recently about like, how am I going to spend all of this time with my wife? Like I, all I and all I do is like work and we come home, we see each other in the evenings and the weekends, but like now we're gonna be around each other twenty four seven. And it's kind of funny because then I thought about it in relation to you and I and like I kind of am looking forward to that ability to spend time with you where it's not working because I do feel like sometimes it's twenty four seven working. Right. I think by the time we're ready to step back, um, we're going to be able to communicate differently than a lot of retired couples do. I know my parents had a had a struggle when my they were 
both home in the same space together because the way they had to communicate and schedule their day was just so different than they had for 45 years. Right. So what you're telling me is we get to retire soon? I would love to retire soon. <laughs> you know the answer to that. I think we have a couple of years You know left. the answer to that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that, you know, those, those are definitely a, lo- a lot of things you need to think about um, as you – you know, are working together. Cause I think that that gets lost, right? I think that you, when you work as a husband and wife team, you know, you know, who is, you know, good at one thing and good at the other, what, what your roles are in the business. Those are all things that are easily kind of sussed out. I think sometimes the emotional factor of it, that feeding off of each other, that being empathic, like we are like, sometimes that can cause and create problems in the business. Right. And this is the episode where, you know, just because people do a podcast and people have businesses where they help other businesses doesn't mean that they know everything. We're all still trying to figure it out as we move through life and we move through seasons and have a different experiences. And uh, hopefully there was something in what we've been talking about that will spark a change in what you're doing and how you're approaching stuff. Yeah. And I'd love to revisit this at some point in the future and see how it affects our employees. Cause I'm sure that they can tell just like our children can tell when they're, when we're frustrated and we're down, I'm sure it emotionally affects them as well. So being able to understand that and, and manage it, even if it's just a little bit better, cause Listen, we are far from perfect when it comes to this. Everybody be sh- everybody should be perfect like us. <laughs> well, listen, uh, one thing I will say, a good book that you and I have, you know, both listened to lately that kind of uh, uh, connects with this is Dr. John Deloney has a, a book out uh, from 2020 called Redefining Anxiety, what it is, what it isn't, and how to get your life back. And it's a really quick read, a really short listen if you listen on audible.com. And hey, listen, you can listen for free if you get a free 30-day trial of audible on us go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried audibletrial.com slash bizmarried but in this book allison he talks about like the four myths about anxiety and and how to you know attack those and change those because anxiety is a disease and it can only be it can't be cured with medicine or it can be it can be helped with medicine but uh you can you can help it by changing some of the ways that you handle and deal with anxiety. So check that book out, Redefining Anxiety by Dr. John Deloney. And we want to hear from you guys. We want to share your story about how you're running a business and a family and what tips you would have to share with other people. You can visit our website and fill out the request to be on the show form and we can talk some more. Yeah, check that out, marriedwithabusiness.net. That's marriedwithabusiness.net is our website. You can go there. You can sign up to be on the show. You can get more information. You can see uh, all of the things that we talk about. If it's a book, if it's uh, 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 something that can help you in your business, you can go right there, click on resources, and get some of that information. So check that out as well. And don't forget, find us online, too. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at BizMarried. Search for us on Facebook or LinkedIn. We're there, too, Married with a business. Thanks for listening this week, everybody. We'll be back next week with another show. And remember, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage, because we're married with a business.